Welcome to another episode of the Deviants Podcast, a comedy thing where we perform improvisational comedy. I am your host, Klaus, and to my left we have... This is Martin, and and I can clarify even further, we're going to discuss things as ourselves quite a bit, but every now and then we're going to say improv incoming which means something has inspired us to do an improvisational scene and then we're characters and to my left we have hi i'm Kada. i'm a guest today i'm filling in for the lovely jennifer not as lovely but still good enough oh everybody's looking at me and i am icedy and my microphone is being moved as we speak all right, I'll just adjust myself to it, and uh, I have um, nothing more to add, but uh, let's begin. I don't know what's happening here. Do we have a random topic for today? Do we have a random topic for today? I seem to be looked at as the expert in random topics, but I'm the least likely to have the technology to find it, so I'm I'm voting that... that Ice tea, find us a random topic. Very well. My phone is loading very slowly to show the technology is not always dependable. No. And, um, you know, I wish there was some more old fashioned way to get a random board. Perhaps we have a book or a piece of paper. There we go. Uh, tell me to stop. <laughs> uh, uh, I am fumbling with a piece of paper and I'm going <laughs> to. Put my finger Stop. on the word. Uh, and the word is present. Present. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a, that's a pretty good word. It is? Yeah. Especially for coming from a letter from the tax authority. <laughs> well. It's the best type of present. The cash. So does anyone have a story with a present? A horrible present? A great present? Well, I, Living in the present? Well, I have this... Like I, I have nephews and nieces that when I ask them what they want for Christmas or for birthdays, they want money. I find that weird. How old are they? Mm, teens. No, you know what? That's very smart. You know what I hate in presents? Those goddamn uh, um, present cards like that are attached to a specific store. Mm. Like that is the worst. You know what? Whenever I get that, like I feel really like happy that, oh my God, I have you know this money to spend in the store and I save it. I'm like, oh, I have to buy something special. And then eventually I end up losing it. Like all the gift cards I have got and I have lost them. Like, the most latest one was at the, the Lush store, and I had 500 kroner. That's like, yeah, $50 if there's Americans listening. And I only bought, like, one thing for, like, one-fifth of the price, and then I lost the card. And I tried to, like, get the number for the card so maybe they could, like, um, reissue it for me, but it doesn't work like that. And nobody was being sympathetic. They're like, oh, it's your fault that you lost it. But it's attached to their store. It's not like I lost, like, random cash. I lost something that's electronically connected to the store, and it even expires. Like, how can a gift expire? <laughs> oh, it makes me so angry. 
Well, if it was a, a kitten, you know, it will eventually Exp- expire. Yeah. Oh. But oh. I, well, sorry. Well, there, there is a problem with when you buy one of those gift cards, you're basically trading money that's good everywhere for money that's only good for one place, which is you're trading something useful for something less useful. But you know what I think what I think is fun about them is if you get cash, you can be tempted to buy something that's uh, you know useful or, or you know mature or but if you get something that's if they know if they've picked the right shop, then then it's like, well, I have to I have to spend 500 crowns on and you know something like soap. You know, and you'd never do that, but you'd enjoy, you, you know, if they've picked it right, then you're happy. So it's kind of like, it, it's forcing you to be nice to yourself. Yeah. yeah, I see that. Yeah, I mean, I was happy to get that gift card, but <laughs> I was very sad to lose it. <laughs> so well, I think it's that aspect of it. I, th- I think if maybe like you had your name c- connected to the gift card, so you could like, you don't have to bring the piece of paper with you, you could just ask them at the store. I think that yeah. would be better yeah. rather than something that you can easily lose or forget and then it expires. Because I think I, I saw some documentary. Apparently they make like millions on the fact that I'm people sure, forget yeah. and lose their gift cards. Yeah, and that they expire mm-hmm. before people use it. Or the fact that people have to buy for the exact amount. So a lot of, pe- a lot of times people buy and then there'll be like a dollar or two left on the card and they'll just like throw it away. Because, you know, it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on the Who other cares? end, if it's they see something that costs, you know, three hundred, and then they have only two hundred left, then they're it's more likely that they'll just go over a little too. So yeah, and they'll pay that extra cash. Yeah. Well, we should. Uh, this is a good time to announce that the deviants are going to be releasing gift cards. <laughs> gift cards <laughs> to the deviant show. It's a subscription. <laughs> <laughs> Without an expiration date. Right, no expiration date. And you can listen to other podcasts. <laughs> For free. You don't have to listen to ours. And we're still working on why you would do this, but... Uh. We'll make a good reason for it eventually. But if you subscribe now, you'll be in the VIP list, so you'll be the first ones <laughs> right. to get that information. Right. <laughs> you know, what's frightening is, is, you know, if we had a big enough list, just you know, double the listener base we had now. They, <laughs> we probably, people, someone would come for the V, oh, the VIP. <laughs> oh, it's, it's like, it feels, I, I'm a VIP at a video store. Oh, really? And they occasionally invite me, they invited me to their grand open. It's, it's you know, for DVDs. I'm still <laughs> that primitive that I actually, actually, I usually get them from libraries. But <laughs> they invited me to their, to their grand opening and I could come in early. And the weird thing was, it's, it's in Trianglin. We won't name the chain. Oh, I know which oh. one you mean. Of course, uh, there is only one, and and they still have DVDs. I thought no, there were care. there were no there was no films there. You know, it's like I think I bought chocolate, you know, Marabou or something once. You know. Great, I'm like looking. Yeah, I don't see. There must be a back room for the films. Yeah. No, they're just candy now. It's just candy. Which why? And then why is it Hema? Hemacvel, <laughs> diabetes too. <laughs> Sit at home and get sicker. But there's some podcasts that sell like merchandise. There's some that sell like mugs and um, shirts and all of that. Don't they advertise that? Also, YouTube stars. Yeah, I feel like we should we should be more original. Mm. Like we could uh, 
We could sell plushies of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Almost sounds like a voodoo doll. If somebody really disliked us, they could buy it and put pins in it. Oh, it's not. A, it's a possibility. If you passionately dislike us, buy a plushie for twenty dollars. <laughs> right. We could we could hurt ourselves <laughs> on video for you. <laughs> Just show what one to happen to us, like you know, punch the head and we go ow. Or we or we do it on the podcast, which is great because yeah. then we don't really have to hurt. Oh, oh! Klaus has stuck the knife deeply into my thigh. <laughs> that was a five hundred crown gift certificate. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, selling yourself being hurt to others so they pay to see you get hurt. Mm. But I seem like those things where there are people that dress up and just like pillow suit and then they have dogs attack them what's that about <laughs> <laughs> random questions by ice tea well I, I i don't think i don't think people just dress up in pillow suits and get attacked by dogs for fun. Randomly. I, I, it's a uh, training for guard dogs okay. so you get you usually get a big piece of fabric that you tie around your arm and then they bite the arm it's not just for fun <laughs> Maybe we could like market that and be like, "Do you want to see us on a pillow soon get attacked by dogs?" Would you like to see me <laughs> chased oh. by hounds? <laughs> or we could be we could be attacked by your dog, like you're we're letting your dog have ah. that experience that they never get to have. Uh, yeah, oh, that's a market that's lacking in the innovative things like experiences for your pets. Mm. I'll bet it's out there. I'll be, not maybe not. I'll let you, your pet attack me. <laughs> For money, but but I'll bet there's stuff for this cat. I mean, there's massage. There's animal mm. massages. Animal wine. Animal wine. Yes, you can buy there's wines for your cats and your dogs. And there's animal ice creams. That's mm. that's going really well. Yeah, but the wine's still like. But is it alcoholic or? I, I hope know. so. <laughs> I think so, but why would you want? To get your cat drunk. Yeah, I don't feel like that's a good idea. Well, my cat doesn't want alcohol at all. Like, she, whenever she smells, she just runs off. You try it? Well, I, I, I let her smell wow. it. <laughs> try and try. She yeah. refuses I can alcohol. Get it. It's lonely if you get drunk alone, but if your cat's drinking <laughs> yeah, alone, right. it's much more fun. I'm not drinking alone. Come here, fluffers. <laughs> my rat used to drink beer. If that's anything. And then you didn't have a rat anymore. No, he lived pretty long. Two and a half years for almost three. Improv incoming. So, let me see if I got this right. Mr. Johnson, you're telling me that your hamster has liver damage because he ate some rotten fruit? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I mean, everybody knows that fruit Fruit, fruit, fruit can ferment. I mean, uh, I was it my neighbor who reported me. How could he tell that my hamster had liver damage? Well, anyways, I'm sh I'm sure it's rotten fruit. I mean, what else could it be? I well, this is, I mean, this type of fatty liver, this develops over time. Uh, I, in my estimation, as a veterinarian. This hamster has been subjected to alcohol consumption during a prolonged uh, period of time. Well, I, I mean, I, I do compost, and I, I, I assume that Harvard, 
that's his name. I, I assume that he must have been sneaking fruit out of the out of the compost. You know, I've seen him many times. I come down in the, for breakfast in the morning, and and the the little door under the sink is is a jar. Uh, so I I, I I I object to this interpretation. Um, um, excuse me, doctor. Yes. Uh, we just did the breathalyzer test on the hamster. Yeah. And it came out three point two. He is very drunk. I just thought to let you know that. Right, so, so did you? So you were pressing down on on Harvard's lungs to get him to do the breathalyzer. Uh, we are perfectly trained to, to get him to blow into the breathalyzer. We do not harm the no, hamsters. No, they, they, they have their ways. These mm -hmm. nurses, they're specially trained. All right. Well, I just want to make sure Harvard's getting the treatment he deserves and not being abused in any way. Well, he's definitely not being abused by us, sir. Because he's a rescue. Mm. I got him out of uh, uh, AstraZeneca's, uh, you know, basement torture complex for animals and... I just, I, you know, I don't want him back in there. Flashbacks. I'm sure he's got post-traumatic stress enough already. Well, your hamster does tend to overconsume alcohol, especially with this breathalyzer test results. Like, this is an insane amount for well, a hamster. Could it, I think he must be self-medicating then. Okay, is there, have you seen other signs of maybe, uh, maybe he's been uh, isolating himself? Maybe it's been less social. I've noticed. Behavior? I've noticed that he flies out. Of <laughs> it's, I'm really upset about Harvard. I've noticed he flies out of the hamster wheel more often nowadays. I guess. I guess I, there were warning signs. I just didn't want to consider. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> really. <laughs> really upset. It's it's okay. It's uh, I mean we. We are in a place now where we know what the problem is and we can finally approach it. And yes, losing motor function, that is it's, uh, it's pretty far far down the road. But, uh, but the, he, he's not gone yet. No. Oh, that's, that's good to hear. Is there like a 12-step program for hamsters? Of course there is. I mean, the 12-step program, it's, a, it's, it's used for anything. It's used for, okay. for overeating, drugs, alcohol, hamsters. Uh, nurse, would you please uh, start the 12-step program with uh, Harvard? Harvard, yes. All right. I shall, um, I shall go to the other room where he is resting after the breathalyzer test, and I will begin the first step. Beautiful. Okay, so the first step is admitting that you have a problem. Uh, and that you cannot control it, that you are powerless. So that's that's where Harvard's going to start, and this is going to be painful for Harvard. Yeah, and I guess I'm codependent. I mean, I, I should go into, you know, one of the twelve steps for the you know adult children or or I guess pet owners of alcoholics. Well, we actually have a therapist here who specializes in uh, alcoholic pet. Uh, Owners, so if if you'd like to, I could call her in. Sure, sure. I mean, if in in all honesty, there were occasions when I rewarded Harvard with with wine coolers for rodents. Um, I I I I didn't. Are you. I'm an enabler. 
That's well, Ingrid. Yes, Doctor. Oh, I'm I'm so glad you're still in. Uh, well, we we have uh, our friend here, Mr. Johnson. He he's um, well. There's no no easy way to say it, but his uh, hamster Harvard seems to have a bit of a drinking problem. Well, okay then. Hi, uh, Mister. Uh, nice to meet you. I'm Ingrid. Hello, I'm here to help Ing- you Ingrid. and your hamster. Oh, I I feel so much guilt. I, I... You, d- you shouldn't feel any guilt at all. Okay. It's not <sighs> Thank goodness you said that. There are a lot of hamsters who develop an alcoholic problem. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's a weight off my shoulders. Yes, yes, it's good that you came to the vet, because most people just bury their hamster. They believe the hamster has died, or is at least attempting suicide. So this is really a good step you're taking already. I just didn't like his mood shifts. You know, sometimes, you know, most of the time he's a playful, friendly hamster. I mean, that's what hamsters are like. But occasionally, I guess I didn't know it when he'd been drinking. He could be, you know, he can bite. And and, and contrary to popular belief, I mean, a hamster has, they have the most powerful jaws per whatever it is, kilo in the animal kingdom. Yeah, and they also have really big cheeks. So one of the mm. steps is that we should check if he has hidden any alcohol in his cheeks. Oh, all right. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm, I'm so sorry, Mr. Johnson. Uh, we were trying to check Harvard's cheeks, and he punched me in the face and jumped out the window. Oh, God. Uh, but, you know, most animals that size, they can survive... Uh, Survive a fall from the second story, so he's he's out there alone, running in the streets. Um, uh, doctor, I'm very sorry. Uh, um, Janice, she has an overview of the hamster from the window. She can see him sprinting away. Oh. Um, but I managed to get to the fourth step, though the hamster did refuse to accept God. It it was really hard for me to get him to accept that he's powerless. Oh, so we. We got stuck on the fourth step? Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay. But he's okay. he's out there, so he might be drinking again. We, we're not quite sure, but Janice is looking out the window. He's got a chip. He's oh. chipped. Oh, maybe we could. Does the chip have a GPS? Of course. All right, we will uh, call the um, uh, NASA right away. Oh, okay, wow. Well, sir, for now, don't freak out. It's not your fault. Please don't feel any guilt. Should I feel concern or worry? Well, you say he's chipped, so I don't think so. So there's, I don't really need to feel anything right now. No, but maybe it would help if you also would release your connection to God so that the hamster would come back to you. If you are on the same level, then maybe he will recover. So you want me to deny God so that my hamster comes back? It will increase the chances of your hamster coming back. Yes, I just, I, sometimes I just need to repeat things just that seem unique to me. And so I'm not, I can see the doctorate on the wall, so animal psychology. <clears throat> um, okay, I'm trying to you know, push God out of my heart. Do you need help with that, sir? 
Um, uh, don't take this the wrong way, but I, I, I'm, what would that entail? Well, we can go to some bars, drink some, use some other substances, so that you are even more further away from God and more come to get to know yourself in different ways. Um, and just forget about God in general. Would you be also partaking? Yes. Well, let's let's go do some ecstasy then. Ingrid, if it's okay if I call you Ingrid. Yes, that's all totally I, they never, fine. Okay, because that's how they introduced you. <laughs> not as a doctor, so as Ingrid. Well, I, we're, so we're going to head out. I'm assuming you guys have some kind of retrieval team. Uh, NASA's on yeah, it. Yeah, we're, we're waiting for NASA to call back, and uh, I mean, they're, they're really good with these sor- sorts of things. God, everybody's, you know... Diversifying. Oh, okay, okay. I got I got an image here. The NASA people they sent me a satellite satellite image, and okay, okay. It's uh, it's Harvard. He's uh, looks like looks like some kind of some kind of strip joint. Uh, oh, and God. Harvard is he is asleep in the gutter. Shirt, no pants. And the shirt, there's something written on the shirt. Every day we stray further from God. I know that place. It's really close to the bar I wanted to take you to. Oh, okay. Well, well I guess I guess we can join Harvard. And yes. And then you will be re- reunited again. Okay, when we're both s- s- sober. Or maybe you can share the experience of some drug use. And start a 12 program with us, with Harvard and you. But first you have to fall down before you can get back up again. I'm just wondering what would have happened if I brought Harvard in to be spayed. Would I have had to go through that process with him too? No, I mean, that's an option. That would just fix the whole problem. Improv outgoing. So I buried my hamster alive. No. Oh no. Oh. Was he yeah. was he very bad? No, it was New Year's <laughs> Day. <laughs> I came home and it was really cold. And I've already had that hamster for two years. Um and it never went into hibernation before. So I didn't know that he went into hibernation. I just thought he was di- dead. So I buried him, I cried a lot, uh, ate some food, watched a movie, and after seven hours I was like, let's Google this and see how he died. And then I found out that he was probably in hibernation. So I dug him up again in the middle of the night in my pajamas. Um, And after five minutes in my now warm room, he started to twitch and he came back to life. Wow. Lived for another nine months. Oh, but that's that's a good ending. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I have a story with a worse ending. My father had a <laughs> your father? My father had a turtle. You buried your father. <laughs> oh, okay. Alive. He had a turtle when he was a kid, which also went into hibernation, which my mother my grandmother did not know anything about. So after it had been lying there in its shell for a couple of days, she just grabbed it and flushed it down the toilet. Oh god. Yeah, but they didn't have any Google back then. No, they did not. 
So the present is a better time. But still, there should have been enough, like, everyday folk knowledge to know that even dead turtles aren't good things to flush down your (laughs) toilet. (laughs) But that's how we got the Ninja Turtles, right? That's true. I've never seen that. But uh, how did it fit in the toilet? I think it was a tiny one, Mm. one of those. But, But how did you find out that the turtle was in hibernation? Well, I, th- I think my father knew. I, I remember my dad telling me that he got home and he's like, Where, where's my turtle? My grandma was like, it's dead. <laughs> flushed it down the toilet. It wasn't dead. Eh, it's flushed. But that is so rash. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we could wait like longer. Yeah, and the, the child could have a chance to, mm. you know, yeah, the, do so something. The buried. time that my hamster did die, it took me about a week before I really heard <laughs> him because I wanted to be sure this time that he was really dead. Do you like scare him stuff or stick pins <laughs> in his little... No, no, I was thinking like, so the room has to be warm, so I was living in a sauna for almost a week. <laughs> did you, you sit there and looking at the did not improve coat. the smell of the hamster. <laughs> Honey, why does your room smell like <laughs> dead human? But to be honest, it, this happened like two years ago. Oh. So I was already kind of old, living on my own, just me and my hamster. <laughs> You're sitting there in the kitchen looking at the cage going, stop faking it! Yeah. Well, uh, my rat died during Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was really sad. And it died while I was playing piano. What? <laughs> so I guess it was alive in the morning. Actually, that Christmas was really bad because my dad missed the boat to come to Sweden. So he wasn't there. And then like I was playing piano and I was playing with my rat in the morning. And then when I played the piano and I stopped playing, I looked down and my rat was just, you know, lying there with its eyes open staring. And I'm like, I, I'll go up to it. And it's not reacting. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, it made me so sad. And then I watched uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was my first pet, too. But, like, yeah, I, I think I knew it wasn't hibernating. I don't think rats hibernate. No, no. I'm so sorry. But did you have a good Christmas? It was all right. It felt really weird. Like, especially watching Nightmare Before Christmas felt more like the Halloween <laughs> a theme than that. But it was good. My dad came the next day and stuff, so. It worked out. But it was sad about my rat, because that rat was amazing. It was the same one that drank the beer. Mm. It used to jump around in circles, and it was very smart. Ah, I miss... Uh, I call it uh, Timmy or Timsus in Lithuania. Mm. But uh, rats are pretty smart. Like you, Klaus, you had a rat pet. Yeah, I had a pet rat that uh, he knew his name. I would call for him, and he would come running. He was just walking around freely yeah. in your home? Well, I remember this one time. I used to keep him in a cage, but one morning I was, um, I kept him in the bathroom. One morning I see that the bathroom door is open. I walk into the bathroom and the cage door <laughs> is open. And I'm just, I'm looking around and I, I don't have a tidy place. So I'm just going, fuck, it could be anywhere. And his name was Jonah. So I would just go, fuck, Jonah's. And then I hear like a, and then I see the door underneath the sink, like a cabinet door, just open up a little bit. He's coming out and he's running up to my feet, looking at me, because I called his name. He's just looking at me like, yeah, what? 
<laughs> I'm here. Imagine you have like 20 of such rats that you trained and they're oh. all like running around and just call their names and they like form around you like a little rat army. I'll be the rat king. That sounds like Ben. Is that the flute? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't act, I never saw the movie, but it was about a guy who had rats and the, the main rat was named Ben. And there's a Michael Jackson song that has, I think it's called Ben. Michael Jackson sang about rats? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure most people didn't know, huh. but there was... Boy, you know, it's, this is so long ago that I, 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 I could be making many errors, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure this is all correct. And I have a feeling that Ben turns on his owner at the end. I think he was a, a black rat, and he was the leader of the rats, and I think he turned on the guy who owned and, like, led them oh. in, in killing the owner, but... They killed the owner. And then the Michael end. Jackson sang about it. Uh, I, 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 I guess I always had the feeling the song was connected to the, to the movie. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to go online later and see, you know. I was a pretty strange child. Maybe I'm actually talking about myself. But, no, I think, I think this is correct. But what is that story about that guy with a flute and he makes all the rats follow him in, in, into the water or something? The Pied Piper of... Hamlin. Okay. And then they don't pay him because, hey, the rat problem's over, so he takes the kids out of town. <laughs> With his flute? With his flute. <laughs> I don't know what happens in the end. Dark but. fairy tale. Yeah, I think all fairy tales, like the classic ones, were really dark. Then yeah. they changed them hmm. around a little bit. And that fairy tale is used nicely in The Sweet Hereafter, one of my favorite films. <laughs> <laughs> Learning about the inside of Martin's mind. I saw like this movie called Mousetrap when I was little. Have you guys seen it? No, uh, I don't think so. A, a yeah. mouse in the house or something? It was like uh, the, the that actor from Birdcage that played the overdramatic feminine character that was gay. Robin Williams? No, no, the <laughs> other one. Oh, yeah, the... Chubby guy. Right? Yeah, I guess he was like the dramatic one and the more feminine yeah. one. So he was in that movie. And it was, I guess, him and his brother. And I don't remember this either. But they move into a house and there's a mouse there. And they try to get rid of it, but they can because it outsmarts them at every turn. Huh. It was a fun movie. I watched it when I was a kid. I don't, what is it, Mouse in the House or something? I, I don't think it's Mousetrap. Is it the Lithuanian movie? No, no, no. It was a, It was an English one. Um, so we should all try to find a story or a cultural thing that we <laughs> really, it might be just our own imagination. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we think it's true. It's the only mouse film I know is that Stuart Little film. Oh yeah, the animated one, right? Well, yeah, yeah, it's live action and then the mouse is animated. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me of the, uh, what's the Mandela effect? I love the Mandela effect. Oh, and the Bernstein or Bern? Yeah, like where where you have a thing where a lot of people clearly remember something and it turns out that it never happened or it didn't exist the way that people remember it. Yep. Oh, oh, sorry. It's called Mouse Hunt. Mouse Hunt. hunt. That's a better title. Huh. Okay. Uh, I was thinking, I was thinking, <laughs> neither one of them looks like Robin Williams, but that just shows how well I'm 
No, but none of them are. Ro- I know, I know. It's because it's not Birdcage. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nathan Lane and Lee Evans. No. But but yeah, one of them was in Birdcage. Sorry. Mandela Effect. I just yeah. watched. I just watched some things on some new Mandela effects, but I was totally unimpressed by those. But the Ford logo, the Ford logo is not right. And I, I sent it to my friend because his father worked for Ford for years. And uh, I said, "Oh, uh, does, what, do you, what do you think of this?" I didn't say anything about what it was. And he says, "Oh, they've changed the logo." He said, "That must have happened recently." I love that, you know. <laughs> and what's weird is they've changed. They changed it again. Like, since I've looked at the Ford logo, it might be Coca-Cola, one of the two. <laughs> like, I, I looked at it, I thought, yeah, I agree. That's not, I'm in the wrong parallel universe here. And then I saw another one, like, a few months later, and they, they'd added another little squiggle to one of the logos. And I was like, and now it looks, one of the two logos of Ford or Coca-Cola looks totally ridiculous. Just it's just like it's bad taste. Like you wouldn't do it, and it doesn't fit my memory. So I'm a man. I'm a Mandela effector. Well, the the one that gets me is Coke Zero. The fact that it has never been Coke Zero, Coca Cola has never marketed as Coke Zero, is just mind blowing. To Doesn't me. it say no, no, Coke no, no, Zero? No. no, it has never said Coke. Zero. She's in. Really? She's in. Another convert. Yeah. I, 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 no, but it says Coke yes, Zero. Yes. Right. Yeah, That's, it is a Coke Zero. It is Coke Zero. Everybody says Coke Zero. I've, so so I what am, is it then? It has never said Coke Zero. What, what does, does it say? Yeah. Coca-Cola Zero. Yeah, but it's the same Coca-Cola Zero, Coke no, Zero. No, I mean, yeah. the, I remember the logo saying Coke Zero. I remember marketing saying Coke Zero. Just Coke Zero. I, th- I think so. I think I sold a couple when I worked at the hotel, and I think they were... I'm pretty sure they were Coke Zeros. I mean, where? Why would I remember it? Because I think Coca-Cola. You know, I, I when I think of the actual bottles and cans and things, I don't think Coke. So, I would. I don't know why I would add in that. But it always said zero on it. It's not like the zero was. The zero it? is correct. Okay. But the Coke Zero, nope. And I, I am so sure that I've seen the bottle caps that says Coke Zero. And I, I've drank so many Coke Zeros. No, but I did said Coca Cola. Like I just thought you meant that the zero wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what I thought as first yeah. as well. They're not. They're not from our. They're not from our universe. They're from a. You're from a close one. Yeah. And I'm not sure if you've come to over to ours or we've <laughs> gone over to yours. But the the parallel universes are there's some mixing going on. So so you guys you know you can hang out, but you should see if there's others that you. Uh, um, I don't know which other logos there are. Oh yeah, one of the new ones was, um, or Oreos. Mm-hmm. Um, does it have an S or not? Oreos. Yeah. No S. I mean, plural. It's got an S. <laughs> yeah, but the, if you look at the package, does it does it say Oreos or does it say Oreo? I feel and like then it's somewhere Oreo. in smaller letters, cookies. I don't know about the cookies part, but I'm pretty sure there's no S. Yeah, yeah I don't feel like no S. Okay, I actually was. I did not have a strong reaction to that one. I certainly would say Oreos, but uh, Oreo cookies seemed right to me. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was a little strange that it just said Oreo, 
And then not in the same type of font and not as clear, you know, there was something about cookies lower down. I thought that was a little bit odd, but uh, that one didn't, didn't grab me. So I'm not from their universe. But one that bothered me was the dash in KitKat. Mm. The fact there is, there is no dash in KitKat. Mm-hmm. I remember there being a dash. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think I, rem- I think that when I thought, yeah, I remember it that, the, the way that they're saying one does, but it's not, it's not strong. Like I don't feel like some of them I go, okay, no, there's no way. I would remember it that way. Kit Kat, I felt like not convinced. I think, I think the only one where I just go, no, that's the Coke Zero one. Okay. Mm. It's the only one that hit me that hard. Yeah. It's such a lovely idea. I mean, whether, you know, set aside skepticism, or I just think there's something so lovely about it that, that like these little retroactive changes are happening and... Do you think it's like some designer, like just suddenly changing a little thing there and there, and they're just laughing about it? Well, some people think that it's CERN. <laughs> Improv incoming. Um, all right, uh, Robert. Um, we are going to uh, change the Ford logo. Yep, sounds good. That Not a big change. You know no, me. No, 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 no. You know me. Yep. Small, subtle. Really bother small. them. Bug them. Yes, bug them. Hmm? All right, so could we maybe add another squiggle? Squiggle. Squiggles are good because people think they react with the entire emotional reaction of, that's not right, but it's a squiggle, so they doubt themselves. Yeah. If it was like an extra letter, like if we called it Fordo cars, right? they're not going to buy it. No, 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 no. I was thinking maybe we could do it, like maybe first we produce it in... Signs that are that are not gonna last, like maybe paper signs, maybe pamphlets. Get a few of those out there just to get people kind of used to the the look, and then we we gradually mm-hmm. slam it home. Yep. Yeah, create create more dissent. So there are people who are on the fence. There are people who are just totally freaked out and know it's wrong, and then you have the you know kind of zombies who just think, yeah, yeah, it's always been like that. Yeah, that squiggle must have been there. Mandela effect, impossible. And let's change the name of the Mandela effect sometime, too. Yeah, could it be uh, Mandela? Like the... Like the... the, the uh, geometric shapes? Hey, that's great. Yeah, Because that's... Effect. Yeah, yeah. Mandala. Mandala, Man- yeah, there you the go. The Mandala effect. And it's, it's because, you know, fractals, universes, dimensions... That's always been the origin. And then we're bringing in Carl Jung a little bit, you know, not yeah. not up front. So the little, yeah, no, nice, like nice. You know, you guys over in research and development, well, we, you know, you, you're, I mean, yeah, I, yeah no, I'm impressed because I, you know, we make the decisions about which changes, but you guys have some ideas. Yeah, we, we try. You know, I was thinking of making the McDonald's M. We could just switch the colors, make the M red, the background yellow. You know, oddly enough, with McDonald's, mm-hmm. I'm thinking let's go big. Let's make them a clothing store, fast clothing. Oh. Sir, 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 I'm, I'm sorry that I'm interrupting, uh-huh. but we have a huge issue. Oh. Someone kept a Coke Zero bottle cap. Okay, it's a residual. 
and uh, it'll be very hard to prove. It'll be very hard to prove. So that's all right. And and I think we should consciously leave in residuals. So I, it's really good you brought that to our attention because research and development, I want us to have this under control. Yeah, you let me in. You let me in. There it is. You saved Coke Zero. Okay. Uh, could we could we maybe have a look at no, that? No, you can't touch it. I need answers. This has been bothering me for years. What is this? Uh, young Young lady, I... I really don't know how you knew to come to our secret underground compound uh, no, that we would be potentially, of course we're not, the people who would be creating these changes. Then why would we? Yeah, yeah, what's the motivation? Well, yeah, good just, question, yeah, just, Clem. Just, just to mess with people? Just to bug them? This goes beyond everything. I am getting closer to to the answer to this, and I don't know it yet. But 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 my research has led to you, and and that woman tried to stop me from going in, tried to take my bottle Good cap. Work. But but I I need some answers. I need to know why this is happening. Are you part of CERN? Are you somehow connected to CERN? I'm pretty sure it's CERN. Well, since you've broken into the basement underneath the sub-basement where where the actual collider is i think you can pretty well assume that we're connected to cern it's the next assumption that we're somehow changing things in the past that's are you implying that you're changing how the universe functions how can you do that is this something to do with einstein's theory of relativity like i have you know i have more questions for you than you have for me and this bottle cap it proves everything it proves everything well if if we tell you why we're doing what we're doing we're gonna have to kill you are you okay with that i can get the team i don't want to die Okay, well, you got to choose. You got to choose. Do you want to know or do you want to live? We could unmake you. We could go go back in time and make it so that you didn't... We could make you a boy. That's an option. Your parents might like that. Do you care about your parents and their needs? Care about your genitalia? What is this? Are you like some sort of scientist? Are you the ones that are making trans people? I can't tell you that. Hmm. Can't tell you that. Do you want to know or do you want to live? Th- this is a extremely intense question to ask. You know what? Like people know where I am. I have put this up on on Facebook and YouTube. So if I die, they will come after you. Like there's a whole group of people on Twitter waiting for these answers. So are huh? you saying that you're choosing to die? Is that, is that the choice you're making? Because you're telling us the consequences of it. I, I feel like you're asking us to kill your friends. I'm saying that if I die, people will know, so you better not kill me. Well, how, how many people will know? And, and I don't know, do you have a list of their names? Are they friends of yours on Facebook? There are 60,000 followers on the internet, plus the conspiracy group of the Mandela Effect. It's a climb. What do you think? 60,000. Is that pushing? Oh, we, oh no, no. We can do 60,000. That's our team. Yeah, that's... Oh, that's true. Yeah. Sally, I mean, uh, we're talking about, you know, the butterfly effect and 60,000 people. That's a that's a huge butterfly, but... Uh, yeah, that's our team. We just uh, upgraded and innovated with new management. So now we can handle, like, yeah, at least 160,000. Oh, We use yeah. the satellites with the lasers. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Laser satellites. So, as far as we're concerned, if you choose death and your 60,000 friends would 
get all in an uproar, we, just so that you know when making the choice, we feel that we can handle the side effects of that decision. It, it is so do you want to know or do you want to continue living? Because it's not a problem either way. We are, I mean, we're, we don't mind. Can I know and still live? Is that any option at all there? Well, for the brief period of time before the death. Yeah. How brief are we talking? Like 50 years? Ha, ha, ha. She's a clever one. I mean, there's no... I mean, explain this Coke Zero. It's supposed to say... People say it's supposed to say Coca-Cola. I've been telling them it's Coke Zero, and now I found it, and I found the answer to this, and I'm going to... I'm going to swallow it. Okay, I just... uh, We just put through a little change in the system, and I... I wonder if you've noticed anything about your privates. You're not a transsexual at this point, just not so you yet. know. Not yet. I went for an intermediary shift. Oh, nice choice. Yeah. And I, I feel more invigorated. Okay, that's good. That's, that's, that's sexist, but uh, it's well, what you're experiencing. I feel this this strength in my muscles. I feel very strong. I feel I could probably beat all of you up. Oh. We can maybe use her in our own team. Yeah. That's an option. You want to come on the inside? Well, I know it. What do you do in there? Well, yeah, yeah. you'd need to. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll be a part of your team. Great. We can use another hermaphrodite. Yeah. Just follow me. All right. Something horse-like about her. I must. I gotta check my uh, calibrations on this machine. Improv outgoing. <laughs> oh man! If it was that simple to turn somebody into hermaphrodite or change their sex, <laughs> I'd be doing it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Just switch from one to the other. We'd have a heck of a business. <laughs> Want to be a hermaphrodite? Thought it was impossible. Thought it would be t- prohibitively expensive. <laughs> it's surprisingly affordable. <laughs> if you can find the underground locker underneath CERN and the people who are changing history. That's the thing I think doctors should keep is like if somebody's born a hermaphrodite, I think they should leave all the genitals and then just let the person decide. Because well, maybe if they want to keep both. Who has the right to remove one genital if you have to? <laughs> And how do you decide? Do they have two or none at all? They have sometimes they have both. So they both have like an entrance to the vagina and like a penis, Hmm. and then like the testicles and ovaries are not really one or the other. Uh huh. Okay. So it's it's not the case that they could impregnate themselves. No, no. Uh. They could go fuck themselves. Yeah, that's a possibility. I mean, there's like a whole spectrum of hermaphrodites that can exist. It's yeah. very unlikely, but like there's all sorts of possibilities. Yeah, I think that happened with um, a schoolmate of my little brother. Oh. He was Tristan until he became eight, and then he now is Trisha. Or she is Trisha oh. now. So did they do the surgery afterwards or like didn't touch anything? They didn't do, you know? do anything. They just assumed he was a boy because I think that part was more developed. Oh. And then he was like, well, no, I feel like more of a girl. So mm. they just changed it. Okay. Just changed. They they did do some surgery or no? No, just, you know, Yeah. 
clothes for the outside and, world yeah exactly yeah. the clothes mm-hmm. and at school like my name is now trisha i'm now a girl um so i also asked my brothers like do you want to change <laughs> it's always an option <laughs> And my brother, he doesn't like it because there are now more girls in his class <laughs> and they are all bullying the boys. Aww. So I think Trisha made the right choice. <laughs> She's going with the power dynamic. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe there were bids. Come to our side. Switch, switch, switch. Be with us. I'll give you. There was a man in the States born with two penises. A lot of penis for one man. Yeah, he kept both. Like his mom let him keep both of them. They're both functioning penises. His mom <laughs> let him. His mom let him. I like that. Uh, was there a discussion? <laughs> was there a discussion? I want to keep. All right, Jimmy. All right. No, I mean she didn't let the doctors take one away, which okay. I think was really nice because yeah, yeah, he has a great time with them. Like the women love it. He has a great time. With them. But but how do you find out that it's not normal to have two penises? What do you mean? Like one day he was just standing there in a gym locker room changing and looking around and like, hey, well, where's your second penis? Well, I think he just knew. I mean, like probably the mom told him that this is not normal. And I think maybe yourself kind of figure it out eventually. So I don't think I don't think it was a secret that it was unusual, but like he enjoyed them both. So <laughs> and, and, and where were they? Um, on his regular crotch area. Like, uh, like, was uh, it a vertical structure, <laughs> like going going up the body, like one, like you know, I, bunk beds? I, th- I think more like a, like a fork, but oh. like one was bigger than the other, and I think like he described like, and he put up a picture on Reddit so you could like see how it's like. I don't oh. remember exactly, but he he could have uh, double penetration with one person. That's a hell of a porn star. Mm-hmm. But he never did porn. He doesn't want. But okay. Double penetration with the same person. Yes. So two, two of that person's openings. Yes. At the same time, with both of his penises. I just, you know, it's sort of the angle that's disturbing me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like it seems like somebody has to bend in a way. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I shouldn't go there, but, I mean, there could be a, a natural bend. Would he have enough blood for both penises to be erect? Apparently so. Yes. But but, but it's not like you never have enough blood. I mean, the fact is that the penis gets hard because the veins don't let the blood go out. And it's not so much blood. I mean, like, it would be the same as if somebody had a really big penis and they managed to get it hard. So it's like normal size penis times two instead of one giant one. (laughs) <laughs> Ice tea is now a uh, drawing and it's a scale of <laughs> scale of one centimeter to one inch and now I think we all have a clear sense yes mm. we here in studio have a clear sense of the arrangement yeah but if you think like okay, let's say somebody has like a like a 25 big pe- centimeter penis or like two that are maybe 14 or like instead of 30. I mean, it's not that often that somebody gets a 30 centimeter penis, but you know. And on that 30 (laughs) centimeter penis note, I think we are approaching the end of the program. Oh. That's fast. (laughs) We started with a present and he, we ended with two. 
presents. <laughs> That's where it goes, I guess. <laughs> genetic present. Or maybe it wasn't genetic, though. I guess it could have been something in the... Oh, my God, I found it. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm afraid this image will never leave my skull, but... You can easily find it if you Google it. Oh, they're uncircumcised. Reddit double penis. Well, I mean, if she didn't yeah, want them removed. That is double. Wait, let me see. I, I, still, I still have trouble with the double penetration. No, yeah, he has to lay on his side. I mean, I can see two... Uh, two other people, but the and then she would just oh, okay there okay still seems a little like bendy like yeah, some, something's but... bending in a way that I'm not sure I would want. <laughs> 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 That's just me, you know. Yeah. Well, I but I'm pretty sure try double penetration. Maybe I, I'm just making up it in my head, but I'm I'm sure that he <laughs> you would have tried for sure. <laughs> yeah. But his partners were more than happy with his double penis. Partners? So, so there was testimony? Uh, well, I mean, he had a few girlfriends or lovers. Like, it wasn't just one. I'm not sure if he had sex with two at the same time. Like, I don't, exactly. know, that, <laughs> I don't know that much. You're about. not like his agent, are you? You're not working up to some kind of sales spiel here. That darn. <laughs> no, no, I just, I just read a little bit about it. I find it fascinating. There's not that often, like, um, uh, somebody that has, like, Two penises that are functioning, or that somebody didn't remove them. That's why I think that doctors should leave genitals as they are, so we can ex so we can enjoy the double <laughs> penis. I I think that I you know I I think it's a good general rule that doctors should leave genitals as they are. I mean that should be the baseline, <laughs> and then you need a good reason to to have it. Unless yeah. someone is really like, please change it. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like that's an infection and yeah, you know, some then okay, some kind of intervention. Yeah, the person should have a say in their body being changed. Yeah. But there should be a very good reason for removing one penis. I mean yeah. removing penises for fun was <laughs> for no reason? That's just that's just no. That's Geneva Convention level. <laughs> that's gonna be a no. <laughs> in my book, I don't know I don't know how other people feel. I mean we you know to be to be fair, Klaus and I are coming at this as as one penis man. <laughs> you know, so, so we're a little biased. But you know? together you have two penises. Yeah, but I I was still not walking into an office and saying, yeah, it would be all right if you took one of these. No, that's no, no. no. even in a multiverse, you know, we're in at least one universe. I got to keep the penis. It's still no, no. no. All right, so everybody keeps their genitals as they want them and change them whenever they want them by them, their own volition. Suddenly I'm afraid Beautiful. of the Mandela effect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Martin didn't have I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I know. I know. In this. No, we called all your ex-girlfriends and they all said that, that no, in fact... <laughs> Oh, jeez. So many times I can remember peeing outside. No. No, you've always had a catheter. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for joining us today. And we will talk to you next week. Uh, thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Bye. Ah. Ah, ah.
Ah. Uh, that deep.